0: Friday night you know I was uh, riding over here first of all I was sitting in my lounge just waiting for Pastor Sharon to come down so that we could head out and uh, and then coming over here I seeing the beautiful sun setting I was thinking if you didn't have Jesus what would you be doing with your Friday night? So, you know, the one thing is for sure is that you would be, you'd be doing something that uh, would make you feel uh, happy. If you could not feel happy, you would probably end up taking some substance that would make you try and feel happy. Or you would plan to eat substances that would try and make you feel happy. <laughs> And then you'd probably end up watching something disgusting like, you know, I don't know. Like rugby. Like rugby. <laughs> 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 that that was him, that wasn't me. He just insulted half the people, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I said half <"off> the people. <laughs> <laughs> all the men stand up. The other half can't stand either. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so, but praise the Lord praise that we have we have an eternal an eternal presence with us all the time. That our our happiness is not something that we get from some external source that makes us feel good on a time that we feel like we are entitled or we reward ourselves for a week. Or the world, anyway, thinks they can reward themselves for a week of work, and so they go party on a Friday night. We have an eternal source, and we, we enjoy to be in His presence all the time. And He, in turn, brings us together to enjoy each other and to enjoy the Word together. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, I don't have to introduce Brother Bill Horn to you anymore. You already know him well by now. He's on fire. You better be ready to catch flames tonight. That's why I started... Flamethrower. Are you ready? Come on, Brother Bolt.
1: Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to have a party Friday night. Hallelujah. His party. Amen. The greatest party is when people come to the end of the kingdom. All heaven heaven rejoices. All heaven rejoices. Let's just holler one time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing when somebody comes into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Go, go, go. Hallelujah. Well, I hear we're live tonight, but you need to be live every day. Amen. Wherever you go, you take the life of Christ with you. You know, revival, I believe, is not for the church. It's for the church to take to the lost. They're the ones that needs reviving. We're the ones that is already alive. I praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. Glory. Think about it. Everybody's looking for a great revival to come. It's already here. Glory to God. It's on the inside of us. So anyway, we're going to get going here. And I'm excited. Praise the Lord. You need to be excited. Hallelujah. Are you excited? Yes. Okay, well, let me, let me see it from your faces that you're <laughs> excited. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, the thing about God, there's always more. You can never get enough. Hallelujah. But I'm going to share the word, and then I'm going to go on and continue with um, what I said I would do last night. Send instances instance of simple things that cause us to be a witness in everyday life. Natural things, simple things turned into wise things. Turns into great things and it turns into God things. And that's called supernatural things. So just, but uh, uh, right things are righteous things. Amen? Amen? So God is pouring out of His hand in these days a double portion, the double anointing. Why do you need one? For yourself, you've heard me say this before, and the other is for everybody else. It's for you. The body of Christ, so that we can go reach everybody for Him. The last day's anointing is an unending anointing. It's an anointing that will not stop. And the anointing is the presence of God in your life, on your life, all the time, for everything, everything, people. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Ah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The hand of God is the anointing of the Holy Ghost in the earth. His hand is upon us for one reason, the harvest of people for the kingdom. The number one opportunity Jesus gave us, he gave us an opportunity. The number one opportunity he gave us as his followers was to tell people the kingdom has arrived. Matthew 10, 7, 8, the passage translation said, and as you go, preach the message Heaven's kingdom realm is accessible, close enough to touch. You must continually, that's every day, you must continually bring healing to the lepers and to those who are sick and make it your habit to break all the demonic presence from people and raise the dead back to life. That's revival, reviving the dead back to life. Freely you have received the power of the kingdom, so freely release it to others. Glory to God. Luke 9, 2, the passage translation said, Then he commissioned them to proclaim God's kingdom, to heal the sick, to demonstrate that the kingdom had arrived. As he sent them out, he gave them these instructions. And these are in my words that I believe are Holy Ghost words according to the scripture in verse 3. He said, take nothing extra with you. Just go as you are. We don't need any other devices. He's gave us the greatest one. The greatest device is him, the Holy Spirit in us and on us. We don't take anything else. That's our way. When we take him, it's his way. Glory to God. I just want you to trust me in this, is what he's saying. People will receive you and they will reject you. They will. They did Jesus. They will you. It didn't bother Jesus. He was on a mission to save the world. Glory to God. But I will always be with you. That's what he said. I'll always be with you. Whether they receive you or reject you, I'll be with you all the way through. And the apostles departed and went into the villages with a wonderful news of God's kingdom. And they healed diseases everywhere they went. Luke 10, 9 says, Heal the sick and tell them all God's kingdom has arrived. How much? Oh, God's kingdom has arrived. I want to tell you today, set your faith at the highest level and expect the most every time you go. That's him. He wants the best and he has the best and it's the most. It's the uttermost, the heavenly host. Matthew 4, 23, Jesus ministered from place to place. What should we do? Go place to place. Throughout all the providence of Galilee, He taught in the synagogues preaching the wonderful news of the kingdom and healing every kind of sickness and disease among the people. In Acts on the day of Pentecost, the church began in full power. Jesus sent us the full measure and the number one message, the goodness of God's kingdom has arrived. And we will will demonstrate and it will be demonstrated with evidence and power. Evidence and power. We're not passive. We're passionate. We're passionate. The disciples were transformed with power from the Holy Spirit. Jesus became a part of them. It was the kingdom and the message was confirmed by the name that saved, healed, delivered, and set free when the Holy Spirit came upon them. Glory to God. How would you explain the kingdom of heaven? It's a total. It's a complete work. Its salvation is for everyone. No one is excluded. The kingdom is not about works. It's about acceptance. Its work is completed and has everything we need or want is available to us. It's eternal salvation. It's forever. It's healing. It's health. It's soundness of mind. It's wholeness of body. There is no sickness in the kingdom. Everyone is delivered. Everyone has a sound mind. And everyone has a loving heart. In God's kingdom, His will is done. Hallelujah. In God's kingdom, His will is done. Because of His name, but it's not just His name, it's everything that is in His name. The power that comes from His name. The heaven's realm is released on the earth. He gives us the sustaining bread of life each and every day. Everything in earth's kingdom is temporary. It comes to an end. It will not last Everything in the world's kingdom is opposite. It's completely opposite of the kingdom of heaven. God's kingdom will last forever. It's everlasting. Matthew 6, 9 says, Our beloved Father, this is, this is the the one the, 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 uh, Father's prayer that he, said, that he said for us to pray. Listen to this. And I know there's a song been written about that here. But it's so powerful. He said, Pray this way. Our beloved Father dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Glory to God. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause every purpose to be fulfilled on the earth just as it is in heaven. We acknowledge you as our provider for all we need each day. This goes every day. If you're here today, then you're, you're, you're here for a purpose today. When I wake up every day, I say, Lord, I'm here today. We must have a purpose today. And that day is for me to go and for you to just use me today wherever you want to along the way. Amen. And then we just add to that. That's the number one prayer. This is, this is God's prayer for us. Lord, use me. Give us that daily bread, your word of life to give to people every day. Every single day. Every day. I got to have it. I got to have more. I got to have more. How? If you want more of him, then you take him to all the world. Every day. Every day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, Jesus. Provide, forgive us the wrongs we have done in ourselves. Release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. And that's what we're to do. We're to go and release forgiveness to them that they've already been forgiven. Hallelujah. That's what we're to do every day of our life. Rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from the evil. For you are the king who rules with power and glory forever. So we will let your will be done. So let it be done. Glory to God. Woo. All right. There's my message. The words come forth. Praise the Lord. You want to go home? You want to go more? Oh, let's go more. Amen. I'm staying here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So today, you know, uh, was a great day. And uh, I had, we had time with my exchangers. And uh, I don't know if they had a good time. I had a good time. It was wonderful. I appreciate you watching me have a good time. So praise the Lord. Anytime you get to share the gospel and the love of God, you have a good time. And so if you're not having a good time, just watch me. I'm having a great time. Yes. Praise the Lord. So anyway, we want to talk about simple things, natural things, just practical things that will call supernatural things. Uh, remember, you know, uh, prepare yourself. You know, you're already doing that. You're prepared. But, you know, the, the, the fullness of the Holy Spirit, being baptized with the Holy Spirit, it isn't a one-time thing. It's an everyday thing. It's an everyday thing. It's everything, every day, all day long, everything. You know what? I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit. Well, the baptism of the Holy Spirit came on us for one purpose, to go into the world and reach the lost, to get people saved, to get people healed. It says it in His Word. He's the one that came to empower us with power. You know, I've been talking about this, and the Lord, He's put this in my heart. It's been over the last several months, and the kingdom is the message he said, preach. And he said, go and heal them and trust him and don't take in anything else with. Don't do it your way. Do it my way. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. So I know you're trusting him. And I asked him one time, I said, I asked the Lord, I said, will you trust me? He said, sure. Will you trust me? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. So the more we trust him, the more he will interest us with his word, his power, his goodness, his mercy, his grace, because he depends on us to take this message to the world, to a hurt and a lost world. So when the, as you've heard us say, when the Lord gave us the hand of God, it changed who we were. It changed everything. We, we didn't know till later that you know when we started doubling and that that, that was this anointing. And he's confirmed that. I'm not going into all that. I've already went into it. And he's got another plan for tonight. And so we're, we're going to talk about it, these practical things. And so what, uh, one uh, example that he gave me was that along each day as you go, and I, I never liked the drive through mentality in, in America. You know, everything's quick. Let's get it done. You know, let's get a drive through Let's get something. Let's go. And I never liked the drive through mentality. And, the, and the, as I just kept doing this and I thought about, you know, sometimes, you know, you might just meet one person for one moment for the, the rest of your life. You may never see them again. I call that the drive through mentality. Now, we talked about the drive through mentality more today with you, you know, the, the short times and, you know, the things that you do. And so there's a drive through mentality. And then there's another time that I call it the, uh, you, you have a five-course meal. You know, and those are people that you may see every day of your life. But the Lord told me, he said, yeah, he said, the five-course meal is good. The drive, he said, don't, don't say you don't like that anymore. He said, the drive-through mentality is good. He said, even if you get a little snack, it's good. He said, the thing of it is you're going there to get something to eat. That's the whole purpose for going to these places. Where there's fine dining, where it's just short through, your purpose is to go. And Jesus said, that and he said in John, he said, I get my, my, my nourishment by doing the will of God by doing the will of God. And this is where we get our nourishment, by doing the will of God. He said, I've got a, I've got a food that you, that you can't replace. This is where I get my nourishment. Amen. Glory to God. Glory. So, so just simple and practical things. You know, the Lord said, he said, first thing he, when he said the hand of God, the next thing he said, he said, when you stretch forth your hand and they give you their hand, he said, I'll put my hand upon them. That's all he said. And so we just did that. And at that time, he put his hand upon 1,331 people came to the Lord. The next outreach we went to, 3,300 people came to the Lord. Mm. That same year, 5,000 people came to the Lord. Next year, 10,000. You heard me say this. I'm going to keep saying it because it keeps reminding me what he's done. And just increase, increase, increase. Something's happening. You know, if you want to judge something, he said, judge them by the fruit. You know, the heaven's fruit is people. Heaven's currency is people. You know, if people are coming into the kingdom, something's happening good. That's, that pleases God. And if you'll go after people, God will super abundantly supply everything that you can imagine if you go after people. I don't have to say this here, but I think we're live, so I'm going to say it out there. The church who doesn't seek the lost has lost its purpose. It's lost its purpose. And so we are the church. We are his people, and we're going after the lost at any cost, every day. Amen. He already paid the price. He paid the cost. Amen. The Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Are y'all all right? Yes. Are you excited? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Hallelujah. So when he said that to me, then he started giving us other things to do. That was just how it started. But it's just basically being friendly. So I'm just going to go over a few friendly things. You know, uh, how you look uh, is one thing. You know, how you present yourself you know, I think if, um, if God looks good and we know he looks good, then I think we need to look good for him. It's not any old way. That's the way the world looks. Any old way, anything matters, right? So I think we need to look good for him because we're representing him. He lives on the inside of us. You know, so we don't uh, uh, transform to the ways of the world to reach the world. You can't reach the world if you transform to the way of the world. You'll just join in with him. Yeah. That's what you'll do. So, you know, you make a difference by the one that's different one is on the inside of you. So one of the first things that we've said to us is smile, be happy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Always, always. It's a key. You're not going to give a good God if you're not being good, if you're not happy. Amen. So smile. Let that, your your initial conversation with someone, hey, how are you doing today? You know, what's your name? Where are you from? Those simple words. You know, and then uh, you know, these are basic, basic things to just reach out to someone for, I would call it a drive through But, you know, the Word of God says that His Word is powerful, it's sharp, it's quick, quick than any two-edged sword. It's quicker, right? So quick. So that might be a drive through But they might just need one word to change their life. I've shared some of those stories. Just one word. So many times one word has changed somebody's life. Hallelujah. So uh, the, the next thing the Lord spoke to us, he gave me Isaiah fifty five eleven, that so shall my word be that goes forth out of our mouth that it will not return unto me void. It will accomplish in the things that I sent it. And then the next thing the Lord gave me was, and I'm moving right along because I got a lot to do tonight. And, and so the next thing he gave me was the love of God, the word of God and the love of God. So the Word of God has to be spoken. It has to be spoken. You know, I love what, I guess, Brother Brother Hagen that's the one I heard say it. He said, Christianity is the great confession. You have to speak the Word of God for it to come to pass. But the love of God, and this is what I believe is supernatural acceleration in these last days, is the love of God connecting with the Word of God. Because I believe what the Lord has shown us when we've got this love between each other we do and we take this to the world we take his word to the world and this love is there then the love is the water of the word it's the water of the word when that comes in then that word a seed the sower sows the word right the sower sows the word that's what we sow and then that that seed has to have water i believe the love is the water that can bring an instant harvest I believe that because it said the time will be sped up in these last days for our sake and for their sake. So there has to be a quick harvest. There has to be a quick harvest. But besides that, there's people that's labored before us that we're going to bring in harvest that we didn't work for. We're just going to be able to bring it in. So we have to know how to bring it in. So you have to know what to say and how to say things. You know, so I said the two biggest things because I heard different people say all the time, I heard people say, well, we do it this way or this way. This is the best way. And I just look. I said, look, we'll never have a problem. You and me will never have a problem as long as you share the love of God with the Word of God. When you share those two things with people, because that's two of his greatest aspects of who he is. I can't say that enough. The Word of God and the love of God is what's going to compel people to come to him. That's the power source. Amen. He's equipped us with everything. Every, everything. Glory to God. So anyway, uh, you know, we talked about our approach today. And uh, we went over several different things today. You know, and we used this little card. And uh, I'm gonna, we're going to take this to another level tonight, these little cards. You know, I told you that, uh, you know, Norval Hayes, uh, had one of his statistics was that 95% of Christians have never shared the gospel with a lost. We're not a part of those 95%. Well, he also said that 80% of those, those that did get saved through those 5% got saved by a piece of literature or a tract. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But I didn't see anything about a track in the Bible. I seen it about His people being filled with His Word, being filled with His Holy Spirit, going forth and proclaiming the kingdom is here, going forth and laying hands on the sick, getting people healed and getting people filled. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So anyway, but these practical things—if you just start—they'll, they will become supernatural things. You know, so one thing that that I'll do if I'm ministering to someone, we shared today, uh, you know, I'll I'll locate them, you know, by something they may have on, whatever, or just, you know, we make eye contact. You know, if somebody's really in a big hurry walking by and they don't look at you, and you could just tell they're on a mission, you probably are not gonna. You might want to catch them on the way back. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't force yourself. It's not a forceful thing. You know, it's, it's the force in you that causes you to be sensitive. See, he's sensitive to people's needs, and that's why we have to be sensitive. It's not such a, a performance thing where we have to do this. We just get to do it yeah. by the power that's on the, end of, in the inside of us. Yeah. And if you hear me talking like this, you know, it's just because I'm excited about it. I love it because this is what gives me life to share this and what he's been able to do through our lives to be able to share it with you now. It's just powerful because we've experienced this. This isn't anything that we haven't seen or felt you know, or just heard. We've experienced his love. We've experienced his goodness. We've seen these things. Glory to God. So anyway, uh, making eye contact with people. Very, we talked about that today. Making eye contact. Your eyes speak. Your, everything you do speak to people. I mean, you can frown. And people tell that, you know, I, I don't want to talk to them. They can see your whole mental attitude when you walk into a place, how, how you're portraying yourself. Mostly, oh, man, what's wrong with them? You don't have to say anything. They just pick it up. Yeah. So it's not like that in the kingdom. shouldn't be like that in here. It shouldn't be like that with us anywhere we go every day. Practical things. If you God is in your life, then he should be coming out of your life. In every area of your life, every aspect of your life, everything you do is a witness for him everything. It's not just what you say, it's what you portray. So a lot of times when I'm witnessing practical things, you know, for different reason and I'm just being practical here, you know, some people don't have a pleasant breath, okay? This is practical. So, you know, it's a good thing that we make sure we take care of our hygiene. It may not be, it may be something in their chemical, chemistry, you know. So, you know, when I go out, I make sure I have something pleasant, you know, in my, because I don't want somebody to go out under the power of Bill, You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, You've got to be a witness in everything. Everything needs to be pleasant. You know, and, and you know, I'm, well, okay. Uh, there was a guy that, that used to seat us all the time in church. And every time that we came in, you know, and it was just something in his chemistry of his body. And, but, I mean, you couldn't get really near him, you know, and it wasn't pleasant. And so most of the time, you know, because we wanted, I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to tell him. So I just went and sat to the other side. But I'm just saying this because it's so important yeah. that we conduct ourselves before this world that it'll be pleasant to people. This is simple. It's, it's simple. simple. It's just simple stuff. You know, so we go tomorrow, wherever we go, you know, uh, You know, I make sure I have a, have a mint or something, you know, uh, after I minister or whatever because I'm talking, you know, it's coming out. You know, I, you know I don't like I said, you, want, you don't want to go out on the... Me, you know, want to be him, you know, you want to be minister, and that's like, oh man, that good word, whoa, <laughs> you know, it's just simple stuff, it really is, but it's powerful because you know how you look and how you portray means everything. Again, looking into someone's eyes, you know, you could read who they are, what they are by looking in their eyes. You know, when you're praying for somebody, uh, out in the, during the day, and I said this today, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with bowing your head and closing your eyes. Nothing wrong with that. But you don't want to really do that in the world. Now, I, I, I do it out of reverence and honor here, wherever, out of respect. But in the world, when you go, you don't want to do that. You want to look them in the eye. Look them in the eye. You know, the mouth speaks, the body speaks, you speak, your eyes speak. You know, you can see you know, if somebody's nervous, you can see if somebody's confident. You see if they know what they're talking about. If they don't know what they talk, you can tell if they're telling you the truth. You can tell if they're lying. We're presenters of truth. Yeah. We have the truth in us, and they should see that truth on the inside of us. Amen. Amen. Let me go back over here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I remember. Yeah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I was trying to stay. I was trying to stay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So anyway, so those are different things. So we would. Uh, this is a drive-through where we'd go. Hey, how are you doing? You know, there are certain words, words are life and words are death. So we give words of life to people. So it's God's word and it's good words. And, you know, um, I want to say this. I feel this by the Holy Spirit. Everybody knows what irony is, right? It's kidding but cutting in a good way. You know, it's like, and I mean, you know, people do it all the time. They grow up that way. That's the way they feel good and secure. They're, They're kidding. They say they're kidding, but they're really cutting. They're hurting words hurt. You can't kid and hurt somebody at the same time. You can't, you can't degrade them and say, I'm just kidding. Now, in the spiritual world, we talked about today, You know we're not soul winners, we're spirit winners. That's right. The spirit takes every word you say and uses it. Every word. They don't kid. They don't know what kidding is. So when we speak words, they need to be truth, they need to be love, and they need to be life. And I mean, I've had people tell me this stuff and to speak something into me like that. And, you know, I know because it's like those words, why, why, did, why did they say that to me? Why did they do that? You know, and it, and it, it tries to bring hurt on you. It tries to make you feel uh, insecure. There's no insecurity in heaven. We shouldn't make others feel, there's no condemnation in us. And so we shouldn't give condemnation to others. I don't know. I, I just throw that in. Praise the Lord. It's good. And we need to know it. I mean, you know, we're all growing. And some people do it out of kidding. But it's no kidding. There's no kidding like this. It's rightful kidding, righteous kidding, you know, loving all the way, never degrading. The enemy will use that uh, to stop the anointing on your life or someone else's life. The anointing is meant to go and it's meant to flow. You know, I believe it said the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. I believe that's the Holy Spirit. The love of God and the Word of God. If it's shed abroad in the heart, the the depths, uh, the length, the breadth, the width, all of it, then that's Him. There's no room for nothing else. And that's when He comes out and comes out. Comes up and comes out. Now you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, right? Everybody in here, if not, we can just get that took care of right now. Anybody need it? All right, praise the Lord. (laughs) Anybody need Jesus tonight? Praise the Lord. We all need Jesus every night. But it's a continual thing. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up your most holy faith. Amen. So this is, you got to prepare yourself to go. When we go tomorrow, you are prepared here. We're going. But be, be ready. Be prayed up. Be ready. Take what? Your most holy faith with you. So we ask this person, say, so, hey, what's your name? Where are you from? Anybody want to uh, be an uh, example for me tonight? Come, uh, just give me somebody. How about you? Okay, thank you. Hallelujah. Hey, man, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. What's your name? Canaan. Canaan? Yes. Awesome. My name's Bill. Um, so where are you from? I'm from here. You're from here? Yes. Right here in Wet Bank, huh? Yes. Yeah, well, I'm from uh, the U.S., man. I came over here just to enjoy myself, and I'm really enjoying myself. So what do you do, man? Uh, I'm exchanging my life. You're exchanging your life. Oh, yeah. what, what's that about?
0: So I'm giving what I had planned for the plans that God has for me. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: That's so wonderful, man. So, what? Uh, t- tell me a little bit about that. What? You, so you you know God then? Yes. You know God? Yes. So, how do you know God?
0: How He lives in me. I uh, spend time in His Word. Um, he guides
1: me. He leads me. Yeah. Loves Could me. Could I ask you a quick question? Yes. Uh, you said He. Uh, who? Who is He? It's Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Oh, praise, <laughs> the yes. praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, that's the answer you're always looking for. Yes. The location. There's, there, there are. There's only one true God. There's only one living God, but there's many gods in the world. You know, self-made gods, there's, there's Buddha, I, I don't know all of them. But I only want to know one. So it's better to locate people. That's one thing about what we do, what, no matter where we are in our conversation. You know, and I say if it's a, I call it, in, for lack of other terms, if it's a quick, if it's a drive through or something like that, then, you know, I kind of find out, locate where they are. You know, so, so you have Jesus in your heart? Yes. That's so awesome, man. Well, you know, to me, and this is something that I always say, you know, because there's religion and there's relationship. Religion is from man. Relationship is from God. Amen. So it's about a relationship. It's not about religion. That's so powerful. I mean, especially where we live, everywhere, there's so much religion. So those words are powerful. They are. And I let people know that because when I tell them I'm a minister of the gospel first (laughs) <laughs> like that really really so we're, we're, we're relating here but I'm also demonstrating here and, and explaining why we're doing it so, so you have a relationship with Jesus yes. okay well if we could measure that relationship and we can so and we're using the hands of God this is just practical things you don't have to do this but I'll just tell you the little thing that the Lord gave me uh, so if you can measure that relationship with him say because we just met you know and if we got to spending time with one another we would, we would be up here about a five or so. Yeah. But if you can measure it on a scale from one to five, it's five's high, one's low, three's in the middle of the road. Where would you be today? Uh,
0: four, going on five.
1: Oh, praise the Lord. Well, four, he just, you know what that means? That means that you want more. And that's the thing the Lord gave me. Five, you can be a little more, five, be a little more alive. Four, you can use a little more. Three, oh, me. Two, what are you going to do? One, mm. Okay, (laughs) praise the Lord. (laughs) But no matter what it is, you can always have more. So no matter if you're five. You know, the apostle Paul said, he said, I pray more, I know more, but he said, one thing I want is more, 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 more. And so I want to pray for you for that more increase today in your life. That's a key word, more. And uh, the more and increase. That increase in the world, when you go out in the world, uh, rededicate is really not a word that you would use in the world. It's in the church. There's nothing wrong with it. It's more of our... Uh, Lingo. Huh? Lingo. Lingo in the church. Nothing wrong with it. But it, is, it doesn't work well in the world. How do you know, Bill? Because I did it three times in a row. And the guy, I said, we, we got right there. We got right there. Just sharing about the Lord. Right there. And I said, would you like to rededicate your life? This was years ago. He said, no. And <laughs> left. And I thought, hmm, it was going pretty good. The next one came up, same thing. You think I'd learn? You, did. And, you know, huh? You did eventually. Yeah, yeah. praise <laughs> the Lord. So the next one, you know, would you like to rededicate? No. Well, I don't know. I did it again three times, John. Three times, Pastor John. Next one, I, so I finally said, Lord, what did I do wrong? He said, It's your words, Bill. He said. You know, actually when somebody's coming back to the Lord or, you know, wanting, they're, they're there. He's always there. He never left them. But wanting more of that relationship, then they're wanting that increase in their life, that increase of that relationship because it's about relationship. So that's what I did to start speaking relationship. And then another thing that I said today, but I didn't go over today, was I call it the PPD. It's plan, purpose, and destiny. And what that basically is, is the first level of prophecy, Because it said that we all prophesy and speak into other people's life. So you start here, and then you go there. Amen? So that prophecy is plan, purpose, and destiny. You speak that. God's plan, God's purpose, and God's destiny. If you just start doing that, then what the Holy Spirit usually does with me, when I start speaking that, then he gives me more for them. Because I ask him. I ask him. I'm going to jump ahead, and then I'm coming back. I want you to study, study, study. If you want to see things manifest, because the Lord spoke that the other day, be manifest-minded. Be manifest-minded. What manifests? The Word of God manifests Himself. The Holy Spirit manifests Himself. So if you want to see more manifestations and you'll be manifest-minded, you know, and it'll be as His will, but what is your will, I'm asking you? Is your will to see more God move on people's life for His glory? Then it is, then you study 1 Corinthians chapter, you study the power gifts. You covet the power gifts. And you stay with the power gifts. And, you know, I've seen when I, I thought about this the other day, when I when I study them and I, I talk them and I pray for them, you know, because I was reading it the other day and he said, to another, this one's given. To another, this is given. I said, Lord, let me be the other. Let me be another. Let me be that. Let it be as you will. But when you speak them out, when you speak them out and you start desiring those gifts God is going to give you those desires. So I noticed when I stopped doing it at times because of other things that I didn't see those manifestations as much. So does that make sense? Simple, practical. The Word of God will give you everything you need. But this is what he says, desire more than anything. If our ministry is a ministry of power and demonstration, then we have to use every gift that he's given us and desire it more and more and more. And the key to those are, is always, he will do it. He will do it. He will do it. But the key is to give him glory for everything that he does. And everything you do, give him glory for it. That's a major key. You ought to write that down a hundred times at least. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So anyway, where are we? Where are we at? So you're a four, right? So you can use some more. Yes. So, so what I'm going to do is just pray with him. and uh, I'm sorry, give me your name again. Canaan. Canaan? Canaan. Canaan. Canaan land. Yes. Praise, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. So Father, I thank you, Lord, for my brother Canaan. He's your son, Father. I thank you, Lord, for his relationship with you. I thank you, Lord, that you're on the inside of him. Lord, that you're turning things and doing things inside of him that you've never done before. And there's greater things coming. But, Lord, he spoke that he has a great relationship with you. And he wants more. He wants more. And I thank you, Lord, that that more is here. It's coming every day. And he said, the more that you seek me, the more that you'll find me. Every day. All day. So, Lord, I thank you for the special plans. I thank you for the special purposes. I thank you, Lord, for the destiny that you created for him. But, Lord, the destiny you created for him is for others. It's for everyone. I thank you, Lord, the people are going to come to him. They're going to come to him. The fire of God is going to burn on him, and he's going to share their love with them, and they're going to be saved. They're going to be healed because of these hands. These are the hands of God in the earth, and God's going to use these hands to save people, heal people, and set them free. Glory to God. Do you receive that, Cain? Yes. You receive that? Yes, I can see it. I see it in his eyes. You see it? Look at him.
0: <laughs> Hallelujah.
1: Did you feel that in your heart? Yes. You did? Yes. You're not just telling me that because we're up here, right? Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. This is another thing the Lord told me to do. You know, you know, he said, ask them. Ask them. Ask them if they felt that. Ask them. And I'll say nine out of ten people, because I mean it, they, the, 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 the Holy Spirit, the one that's in me, the greater one that's in me, will come into them and touch them. They will. That's the way and so, again, thank you. Thank you. you. So, we're not soul winners. We're spirit winners. It's the spirit of the man that gets saved. That's right. It's his spirit that we're talking to. So, you're not moved by who you see or what you see in the people you see. Oh, man, you know, I don't know if I want to talk to them. It's the spirit in them that gets saved. And so, when we speak to them, the Lord had me do that for this purpose because when the word goes forth, it said the enemy comes immediately to steal, kill, and destroy. What? The word. So as he comes for that, this is a way of evidence, I believe, that reminds them. So my next thing would be, don't forget that this is the day, whatever time it is, on October the 7th, and this is the day. I said, you felt that? Well, that's the, that was God's spirit. That was the Holy Spirit touching your spirit. And that was Him because He's a spirit and He just touched your spirit and He's going to make this happen in your life. Whether it's healing or anything. You know, healings, it's healing comes in many, many ways. I like for him to be right now because I'm a right now guy. You know, I really do. That's where I set my faith. I want it right now. Faith is right now. But it's not up to me. Sometimes it's up to the people. Most of the time it's up to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lord. No, I'm yeah. I'm not going to share that story, but I'll just say I've seen people totally healed with miraculous, wonder-working, wonderful power. Totally healed. Totally healed. Totally healed. healed. Instantly, because of God's anointing. And then all of a sudden, a month, two months, three months later, they lost their whole healing. It was gone. And I actually did that myself. I told you about my ribs, yeah. the, about breaking my ribs. I lost, I lost my healing because I didn't do what the Lord said do. And then most people, are, they talk their self out of it or they let, uh, they, they, they let somebody else talk them out of it or you know they, they start listening. But to me, when these things happen, that should be a mark on your life and you should always rejoice and thank God. And, and when those things come, you just say no. I'm not listening to that. I'm healed now. I'm free now and it ain't coming back on me. And if it comes back, it's because we let it come back. That's the only reason. It is. It is. But he's the healer. And uh, well, there was another another gentleman. I said we've seen him instantly healed. Uh, We had our landscape business. I'd go to a nursery and pick up our plants at a, a nursery and I walked in one day and uh, the guy was sitting there, you know, uh, the guy that writes up the bill and t- takes the order. And I said, hey, how you doing today? You know, Fine. Oh, well, he said, I've kind of been hurting, Bill. I've been hurting in my back. And I'm sitting there. And that unction guy, you know, the unction, he was on me, you know. He said, are you going to do anything? You have the power to do something. And I just went over there and I said, and I just reached over there and I put my hand up on his back and I said, well, I just speak, I just... The, the word says that lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I said, Father, I just thank you for my brother. I speak to his back and I command pain to leave his back in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for your love for him. And I thank you that he's healed and pain has to go in Jesus' name. Jesus, that's all I did. I walked away, got my plants, left. I come back time and time again, time and time again. You know, I, I didn't say anything. I just got my plants. He didn't say anything. Three years later, Three years later, he said, oh, yeah, Bill. He said, I forgot to tell you. He said, you remember that day you prayed for me three years ago? I said, yeah. He said, well, what you didn't know, I've had chronic pain in my back for for my whole life. And he said, but that day you prayed for me? And it didn't happen right then. He said, but that day the pain left my body and I have not had back pain since. And that was three years later. Praise the Lord. Praise praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know. And I, thought, I said, well, why didn't you tell me before now? <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, it doesn't matter, sorry. It doesn't matter. What matters is the word went forth, the man got healed. Yes. Praise, the Lord. Praise the Lord. God gets the glory for that, yes. for everything. So anyway, we located Canaan here. Canaan, he said, you know, he knew the Lord. That's wonderful. So it was an opportunity to pray. I always look for an opportunity to pray for people, everybody, anybody, I uh, was sharing this with Pastor John today. You know, we can... Um, don't take anything for granted anywhere, anytime, from anybody. And so, you know, uh, there's different denominations, you know, that, you know, that actually there's denominations uh Christians that never asked Jesus to come in their heart. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, there's a lot that... Uh, there's some that are and some that don't. But I don't take anything for granted. And so there was a certain denomination. I'm just not going to... Call it out. Don't ha- don't need to, but there's certain denominations they they don't ask Jesus to come in their heart. they uh, as they're uh, a child. They're confirmed and all this, you know. And so and, uh, but I I don't take anything for granted. But I know what they do, and most of them do. And I just ask them. I just say, you know, do, do you know Jesus? And a lot of people know Jesus, but they don't have Jesus in their heart. They know who he is, and so I said. And here's another. Was another interest. Well, I just want to bless you. I just want to bless you. So I got their hands, and I just started blessing and saying a blessing over their life. You know, Psalms 91 is a great blessing. You know, that prayer protection, whatever it is. And then I said, Yeah, this is wonderful. I just started praying. I said, Now I want you to say this prayer with me. Say this. Say Jesus. Jesus, come into my heart, and be the Lord of all of my life. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for using me for your glory. Amen. Amen. Because, you know, the Word says to confess. Call on the name of the Lord. Christianity is confession. And it's so important that we get people to say His name. I mean, I had people that didn't want to that did. They didn't want to, but they started crying when they said that name. So this is very important. It's not deceiving anybody. You're not... The Word says that they, they shall confess and call on the name of the Lord and believe. And that was another thing. Believing doesn't always come up front. It doesn't. How many times have you heard the Word of God before you believed it? Mm-hmm. How many times? A few times? Faith cometh by hearing mm-hmm. and hearing by the Word of God. Mm-hmm. There's been a few times I've heard now, hmm. Then I heard it again. Mm-hmm. All right. I like it. The more it comes, the more faith you have, and then you can believe. Amen? Amen. So the key is, is to get them in. Call on the name of the Lord. That's the seed of life, is Jesus. He's the seed of life. And what I believe, and I'll tell you this testimony, it's very important. Very important. This guy, I met him years ago at a, at a, at a rally. And uh, we, we helped him. And these were our vendors, and I built a relationship with these guys. This guy came in, Uh, And it was pouring, pouring, pouring down rain. And they told him, he he was late. And he said, if we don't get set up, if I don't get set up, he said, they're not going to let me set up. He came all the way from California to South Carolina. And I said, okay. I said, uh, and so I went and got three of our guys, our our chariots, and I said, we're going to help you set up. Just helped him in pouring down rain, monsoon. And so we're over there. And afterwards, uh, we, we got through, he says, no, he says, I just can't thank you guys enough. And I said, well, and we're in his tr- trailer, in his trailer there, it, was, it wasn't raining in his trailer. And I said, well, and his name was Peter. I said, well, Peter, what, let me ask you something. And uh, and I started sharing with him the love of God. Oh, no, 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 no. I said, okay, all right, that's fine. I just want you to know God loves you. We went on. We, we've been vendors and friends, you know, for years and all this. And then one day, another time we met, you know, just always helping, always friendly, always friendly with, if he needed anything, we helped him. So this was, this was a, a five-course meal, I believe, for us. Yeah. So, you know, it was just time and time and time. And it, he was from China. And he, uh, he was a lawyer a couple times over. Very smart man. Had a lot of Muslim friends, a lot of different friends. But he didn't believe in, in Jesus. He didn't believe it, didn't want anything to do with it. I said, okay. All right. So one day we was in Sturgis, and uh, we went to South Dakota, and he was there right beside. I was set up, and he was there. And this guy walked up to me, and uh, he gave me a, a track that was Chinese, written in Chinese. And you know, I know I knew Peter spoke English, and I didn't speak Chinese, and I didn't read Chinese. But I took that. I said, "Give me that track," and I took it over, and I said, "Hey, Peter," I said. Is this, is this Chinese? And he said, yeah, it is. I said, I said, here. I said, would you read it to me out loud so I can see what it says? <laughs> and he said, yeah. He sat there and read the whole thing. Out, The prayer of salvation. I said, praise the Lord, Peter. I said, that's been what I've been wanting to see. I said, as you get saved. He said, no, he said, I don't believe it. I said, too late. I said, the word of God went forth. I said, the, wor- the word of God went forth. He said, he said, it went forth, it went forth, You spoke it. You confessed it. I said, you're saved, Peter. He said, no, I'm not. I don't believe it. I said, don't matter. It's it's working. It's working on the inside of you right now. You know, we just be friends. So I don't believe it. I said, too late, Peter, too late. I knew what the Word of God could do. I knew what it was going to do. He confessed it. So the next day, we're out there sharing the love of God. Peter's over there doing his thing. And all of a sudden, he's just watching and watching watching us. And I'm going to tell you, the love of God and the Word of God is an increased supernatural seed that brings harvest. And so all of a sudden, we're not doing anything at that time. He's not doing anything. He goes, he starts asking me questions about, about Jesus. And then, you know, I gave him a few answers and the next day, go over and he starts asking me a few more questions. I said, Peter, I said, what are you asking me all these questions for about something you don't believe? That seed of life was already working in his heart. The seed of life was working in his heart. He didn't even know it. He didn't even know it. And so later on, and this is is a wonderful, wonderful story because this is how people should know you. We was in an outreach in Florida or somewhere Panama City or somewhere and there was another outreach going on by other chariots in California at uh, Hollister, California was another biker event and some of our chariots, Peter was there because he was from California and they walked into his uh, tent and he seen their chariots vest and Peter looked up and you might think he's kidding here but he wasn't he said, hey how y'all doing he said, where's Jesus and one of our guys said well, he's, he's here. He's with us. He said, no. Where's Jesus? He said, well, he's here with us. He said, no. Where's Bill? Where's Bill? Wow. See, that's who people need to see. They need to see Jesus. And when they see Jesus, they're going to call your name because that's how they got introduced to Jesus. <coughs> Amen. Amen. It's the seed of life. So, you can't tell me that it doesn't work because it works, because his word works every time, all the time. So, if we had another, uh, give me someone else, real quick. Someone else, real quick. Come on. All right. So, all right, so he knew the Lord, and he knew the Lord, and so we prayed into his life anyway. So, this time I want you to say uh, no. You don't know the Lord, okay? Hey, how are you doing today? Good and yourself? Yeah, what's your name? Caleb. Caleb? Yes. Awesome, we've got a Canaan and a Caleb, amen. <laughs> so, Caleb, well, it's good to meet you. So where are you from? I'm, I'm from Caleb Port Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay, awesome, yeah. awesome. Well, uh, again, well, I'm here. Uh, we're from the USA. We're here visiting, just having a wonderful time. Caleb, I just want to uh, just l- ask you a quick question. Do you know God loves you? No. You don't? No. You don't? No. Well, I want to I I share something with you. He loves you so much. And I'm going to use the tool here, okay? I'm going to use the tool. Because this is what we have if you're not used to sharing it. So this is something else that we're going to take this to another level tonight on these. Because these are because people have smartphones a lot. So you can actually put these on your smartphone and use it from your smartphone if you like. Instead of using these, you can put every bit of this on your smartphone. You can even give people a Bible from your smartphone. The Bible app, you know that's the very part. I'll get to that in a few minutes. So, so, well, I just wanted to let you know. So you don't you don't know you don't know that you go to heaven. You don't know. Well, I just want you to know that God loves you so much, and that He sent His Son for you, and He died He died for you. He died for everyone. And and when when He uh, when He did that, He not only died, but He lives now. He's a one true God. But I want to share this with you. This word. This is the word that we have just right here. John three sixteen. It said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, and whoever believeth him shall not perish, but we have eternal life. Romans 10, 10 said, for the heart man believes unto righteousness, but where the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Acts 2, 21 said, whoever calls on the name of the Lord Jesus and believes in him, trust in him, shall be saved. John 5, 24 said, he that hears my word and believes will have eternal life. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Yeah, I can just tell just reading that word, it's affected you right now. That's, just, that's what his word does, because it brings life to us. So, you know, this prayer right here we put on here is basically a prayer that comes from this word right here. And you know, he loves you so much, and all we have to do, this is for everybody. It's just right, he said, nobody's excluded. said, so All we have to do is ask him to come in our heart and he'll give us eternal life. Say this prayer with me today, brother. Say this with me and say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I come to you come to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Your word says, your word says that, whoever that whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. If I confess with my mouth, and with my the, Lord mouth Jesus, the Lord Jesus and believe, in my heart, and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, God him from the dead I, will be saved. I will be saved. I confess that Jesus is Lord. I believe in my heart, in my heart that you raised him from the dead. Thank you for forgiving me. I want to commit myself, I want to, commit myself to your ways. For, words, my life. for my life, fill me, fill me with, your Holy Spirit with Your Holy Spirit to guide me in all You have for me to do. Thank You for loving me. I know now for sure I'm on my way to heaven. I'm on my way to heaven. Amen. If anybody ever asks you again, if, if you know God or if you're going to heaven, what are you going to tell them? Yes. And why you could tell them that? Because Jesus in my heart. Because Jesus in your heart. Oh. Man, it's great meeting you today. Same I want to give you something else that I carry with me a lot, and I like to give to people. I believe this is from him to me, and that's for you. you so and so you always remember that that's what he did for you. He died on that, but now he lives for you. And, and he, he's got a great plan for you for the rest of your life. Amen? Amen. God bless you, brother. Thank you. So, so one knew him, he got prayed for. He didn't know him, he got prayed for. He got into the kingdom. Now, uh, another one, I'm just going to move forward a little bit to help you because uh, we got more things to cover real quick. So this other person, he doesn't want anything to do with the Lord, doesn't know the Lord, doesn't want anything to do with the Lord. These are really great for that. So I would, I would give him one. I'd say, well, you know, I, I understand you don't want to pray here out of honor and respect. You know, you don't want to pray here. Uh, would you do me a favor? You know, you're, you know, when you speak to someone and they answer you, they're either going to be accountable or not accountable by what they say. So you don't have to be saved to be accountable. So I'd say, you know, would you take this? And uh, I understand you don't want to read this, but would you do me a favor? Would you, would you take this and would you read this to yourself later when you're by yourself? And uh, you know what I found out when I read things out loud? It just means so much more to me. Would you read it to yourself later out loud? Would you do that? Yes. You would? Yes, sir. Praise God. Thank you, man. Hey, it's great meeting you today. God bless you. Works. How do you know that works, Bill? I've seen it work. I've seen people uh, take it, walk away, and read it while they were walking away. And come back with tears in their eyes. The word of God works. It works. So I'm not going to give you something that doesn't work. This isn't my method. It's his message. So the last thing, real quick. And there's so much more. But these are just hot points. The last thing. You know, uh, they don't know the Lord. They don't want anything. They don't even really want to talk to you. You know, so just say no. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I understand. You know, everything, you respect people. You love people. No matter even what their religion is, you honor them. You give them honor and respect. You're know, you excited about them being there talking to you. It's always excitement. So would you do me a favor? I know you don't want to say the prayer, but would you take this later and read it for me? Would you do that? You will? Okay. Well, man, you know, I just want you to know it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you stopping and talking to me today. And I just want you to know how much God loves you. And you know, His Word says that there's only one way to Him and His name is Jesus. And He said to call on his name, and you shall be saved. So whenever it is, tonight, tomorrow, just do it before you leave this place. Call on the name of the Lord. His name's Jesus. You'll be saved. God bless you, brother. God bless you, brother. God bless you. See, you give them directions. You take them there. You tell them how to get there. Give them that, or just tell them. You've been 100% successful in sharing the gospel. Those are simple ways, easy ways. There's a lot of other ways. You know, through healing, You know, through whatever, just doing what the Holy Spirit, you know, says do. You know, the guy that got his kneecap fixed that day, he was doing this. That was a sign. (laughs) You know, it was a sign. You know, somebody pray for them. God's the healer. Let him do the healing. Glory. So we're going to move on to the other side of this. So this is what we use. This is salvation. This is what we use for discipleship. Discipleship, as far as I'm concerned, has got to do with 100% relationship. Has to be. Yes. Has to be. So discipleship is relationship, and this is what we do. Uh, what I would like to recommend, and I've already talked to Pastor John about this, and I think you already do it. But anytime you go out, uh, I have a little uh, a little pad, and you know sometimes we do things and we forget about them, but. uh Anyway, I have a little pad that I carry in my pocket most of the time with me and I'll mark down, you know, people that I pray with and I'll write down those things because sometimes it's more than one a day. This could be quite a few, especially when we go out, you know, tomorrow or any other time as a team, a corporate effort, then you'll write that down. You know, that was a salvation or that was a, uh, we, we can write it down as a rededication, but you can call it as, what I call a rededication would be somebody that was a three or below You know that was in the middle. That would be that increase of that relationship. You can write that down. And then I got others. I call it SRO. The others is is where it can be for healing. It could be for just safety increase. You know. And then uh, we usually write down where the people are from, if it's if we're in a place like, like when we we were in Sturgis or Daytona, we'll minister to 60 countries there. So we'll write down every country that's not of our country. And so we've, we've ministered as many as 65 countries in one place. Praise the Lord. Amen. So anyway, the other part is where I call not just the drive through, but this is more you don't have a lot of time to do this on uh, the drive through. You don't always do. But if you do have time, do it. And so this is, uh, I wrote this down here, so I'm going to read it from here. But so this is the standards on the back. I know y'all, I should have had these for everybody to have one. But this is completely about discipleship. So the first thing I'll do is ask somebody, do they have a Bible? You know, if they got saved, do you have a Bible? And if they say no, then I'll say, well, do you have a smartphone? So this is the best way to give a free Bible. Then you can go and download the Bible app for them. And so the next thing is, I tell them, I say, well, you've, you've just received Jesus in your life. So now, let me pull it up here. So now it's a, uh, you have become a new creature in the heaven in the heavenlies and uh, so you have a new nature and I said so our new nature right here at the top of this this here and I apologize for not having one for everybody but your new nature is to love that's God God loves so your new nature is to love to love others and to love yourself and I got a scripture it's, uh, it's uh, in uh, Luke ten twenty seven here glory to God so, uh, glory. Thank you, Father. So, that says that you love the Lord thy God with all your heart, your mind, and your strength, and you love others as yourself. I said, that's the command he gave us to love each other, and the one is the same. That's, we have two commands it's to love God and to love others. So, that becomes our new nature. So, the next thing I would, I would tell them, uh, and, I, I would, and you can lead this on into uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit. I said, you know, as Jesus died for you and, and then he lives for you and now he's come into your heart but now he's empowered you and I said, and Jesus, he said, and, and I'd read the scriptures to him. You know, I'd sit down and read the scriptures to him. I'd, I'd, I'd have them here. I'm just not going to do it for lack of time but I'd give them scriptures, they're on here and, uh, you know, I'd tell them about this and then i said uh, that, that about the Holy Spirit and I said, you can receive him into your life right now because Jesus is in heaven, he's in your heart but now he's given you the ability to have, be empowered from on high. He sent the Holy Spirit to live inside of you and to, to work inside of you and to be with you. And so I would read those scriptures out to him. So you can write these scriptures down and put them on your phone. You can actually do that there and do them then. You know, you don't have to have a card. And I would suggest that you do that in that way because people are going to relate more to you in the time we live now with your phone than they are a card. Right? So you can use both. They both work because they're the Word of God. So I, I, I tell them that about the, the new nature. And I said, now serve God and to serve others. I said, that, that is our job. It's, it's serving Him, loving Him. You know, I said, in the world, it's all about relationship. Everything we tell them is about relationship. Serving God and serving others. I said, you know, in the world, it's all about self. But in God's kingdom, it's always about others. So I'm just getting relationship into them. And, you know, this may seem simple. It is simple. I've said this to people and I went through this whole thing and you know what they said? Quite a few. I've never seen it that way before. And that's what you're trying to do in a quick amount of time or whatever amount of time you have is get them to see in a way that they haven't seen before. So the next thing I would do is I said, well, that Bible that we just loaded down and, you know, you can suggest what ministers to your heart. And what I used to say, I say, uh, well, you know, these two translations I really like. I like the message and I like the amplified. It amplifies the message for me. And I like those. You know, and that kind of relates as well. It's relationship. So I would do that and i say, but you can look at them and read them yourself, but here's what I'd like for you to do. You start reading the Bible and you start in the Gospels and you start reading about, about Jesus and what he's done for you and you find out all that you can do that he's done for you. That's what we do. And then from that, you go on into the epistles and you learned out what you're supposed to do. You know, go through the book of Acts, but read through the gospels two or three times to find out everything that Jesus did for you. Start there in the New Testament. You know, because some people are starting in the Old Testament. That's not a good place to start if you're a new creature in Christ. Amen? So that's a good place to compare the prophecies and all, but it's not a good place for them to start. So they need to start in the new. They become a new creature. This is a new covenant that we have. Very important. So I said, now you need to read that Bible. It's a relationship. Be with Him every day. And I said, the next thing would be to pray. I said, and this is the other thing. I said, do you know how to pray? Well, no. I said, it's just like I'm talking to you right now. That's how the Father, He wants to talk to you. And, and you know, it's, I said, it's, And, and I, just, I say these little words to, to relate. I said, it's not about the these and the thous for me. It's about the wows with Him. Amen. You know, so relate. I said, just talk to him. You know, you know, it's not just praying. It's just saying. So Jesus went about preaching and saying the word of God to people. He just spoke the word. He just spoke the word. He didn't say he, he come to somebody and hear, say bow your head, do this and, in Jesus' name. He didn't do that. He just spoke the word. Yes. So just speak to him. Yes. Speak to him. But I said, then you start speaking to him as you get his nature. You get his nature on the inside of you and find out what he wants you to do and not just exactly what he wants. He'll start showing you everything to do. So I said, the other thing that you have to do is share your faith with others about Jesus Christ because that was what he told us to do. And I said, that's why you need this one up here, the Holy Spirit, because he said you need him to be a witness. And a lot of times I'll just take this as a witness and just start sharing the word with them about about the witness and who the witness is. And the passage translation amplified to me have great examples of the Holy Spirit and coming in your life and on your life. And for sake of time tonight, I'm not going to read those if that's all right. And so this is just point, 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 things that we could do. But this works. And then I usually save a couple of the big ones for last. And, uh, and one of them, and I don't know, people in the world probably have a problem with it. And I think there's other people that's in the church that has a problem with it. But one is giving, giving, giving. And I said, this is very important. I said, because I get the nature of giving in them in a short time. And because I talk about giving, I said, you know, God's a giver. For God so loved the world, he loved and he gave everything to us. So his nature is to give. Now your nature is to give. And so I don't always talk, I never hardly ever talk about money because that's usually what they talk about. And God doesn't really care about that. He wants you to give your life. He wants you to give your life. And I said, you know, so why don't you pray and read the Word and get in here and ask the Holy Spirit what He wants you to do. And He might want you to go over and see Brother Joe today and help him or or sister such and such and go over and help them today. Give your life to someone. But just always continue, Lord, how much more do you want me to give today? Where can I go and help somebody and give your life to them today? What do you want me to give today? Every day, God gives. Every day, you should be a giver. Amen? And then I throw it in there. I said, you know, it may be monetary. I said, you know, the Word does say that every seed reproduces after its own kind. And I said, you know, don't do it you have to. We get to. And I said, but if you anything in the Word of God you need, you sow that seed, and that seed will come back to you. But, you know, 30, 60, and 100 fold, I'm a part of the 100 fold. I, I think it'll come back to me 100 times in many different ways. Many different ways. So if you sow that seed for this, God's going to multiply that back to you. That's because he's a giver. What you give, he gives back to you. He said, prove me in this. It's one of the things he said in the word prove me. So I get that into people's lives. Get that nature, God's nature into them. So the last thing, I got it pretty big right here, was the church. <laughs> okay? You know, a, a lot of people have had problem with the church. I don't know why. But anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> so I say, now, you know, you need to be uh, in a church. Now, it, I, don't, I, I hardly ever talk about church with people in the streets because we're, the church is right here on the inside of you. But I, this is what I tell them. The Word says that you don't need to forsake the assembling of yourself, that you need to be around like-minded believers. So you need to find, and this is the last thing I talk to them about, you need to find a good church where you can go and, and, and be a help to them. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. I didn't say where well, you can go and be helped. I said where well, you can go and be a help to them. I said, and when you go and serve and help them, then God will help you in every place of that church. And I said, do you know, you know how to find that church? That's right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. She knows. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, first of all, I'll take them back up here. I said, you get in this word. You love God, you love others, you ask the Holy Spirit to show you, and you say, when you go into that church, you start visiting that church around your neighborhood. And I say, if you feel the presence of God there, you feel that anointing yes. there, then you ask God that question Is this where I'm supposed to be? Is this where I'm supposed to come and help? And I said, He'll show you where He's supposed to be. Yes. Glory, to Glory to God. Glory to God. And so that's the seed of life that we give people to tell people, because they do, they need to be in a good church. But, you know, I know where a wonderful church is. I know where one of the greatest churches in Wetbank is. It's right here. Yes. And so we need to be telling these people. And this is the thing I said earlier. I said to Pastor John, I think you all already got this. But when we go out all the time, we need to have contact information for people. And don't just give them, this. Is another thing, don't just give them your contact information. What I found out over the years, they won't contact you. Your job is to contact them. Get their contact. Especially if you have an encounter with someone. You know, it's not going to be, a, uh, everybody's not going to be this, but there's going to be certain ones going to be, you know, that I've got to take another step here. I've got to do something else. Get their information. Well, I don't have a way. Go get them. Bring them here. Get their information. And then give them information about this church to get people here in this church. You get them saved, you get them healed, get them filled, and then bring them on here, get them filled some more, and send them back again. Praise the Lord. So it's very important, very important, the body of believers that you're with. This is the body. We're never on our own. Praise the Lord. So I was going to read all this stuff. Praise the Lord. But I'm not. It's good because it's the Word. But um, there's so, so, so many things. You just got to get the just and then start. Just start. Just start. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does uh, is, is anybody have any questions about anything at all that you'd like to ask? Anything that I said that you're like, no, I'm not sure about that bill. Okay, great. Yeah.
0: Right. How would you suggest practically to go after that
1: conversation? Well, what you'd want to do is share uh, just basically what I did right there. I'd like to share these scriptures with you. You know, I just want to tell you how much God loves you. You know, I believe in, you know, that, that you, know, tell them, you tell them the story of Jesus, that, that he, he came, he died, he rose again. He's, he's, he's the only God that's still alive today. He lives. It's not that he died for us, he lives for us. And you just start sharing this word with them. And showing them that that He is the way. Because He is the only way to heaven. And you share that and get that seed of life into them. Of relationship. But a lot of times it's not. When somebody says they believe in God. Then you want to make sure that it's Jesus that they know. And if it's not, then you just start sharing that scripture with them. John 3.16, Acts 2.21. All those those different ones. Uh, Romans uh, 10.9 and 10. Share the word. That's what brings life. Always the word and the love of God. And so that, that's what always penetrates their heart. And, and, you know, but this is the most important thing is to share Jesus with them and tell them how to get there. Any other questions? Oh, y'all got it. Praise the Lord. Yeah, we got a lot. You got it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You have one, okay.
0: Um, I was wondering, um, when you're talking to the person... And your conversation starts to get a little bit confrontational. Yes. How would you almost calm them down? Yes. How would you go into the convers well or almost get out of the conversation without driving them away from Jesus and leaving them
1: with a negative impression of? Yes. Jesus. Thank you for uh, bringing that up. Matter of fact, I went over that earlier today at the first part. And uh, you know, when we're out ministering, a lot of times that people stop ministering the gospel in the streets because they have people that are confrontational. You know, so again, we're 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 talking to the person's spirit. Number one, you never argue with them. You never get in a debate with them. You just share the love of God and the Word of God with them. That's it. You know, if they want a con- uh, the confrontation, you don't enter. You don't engage. You don't engage. You know, and and. You know, if you have that, because what they'll do, the spirit on that person, unfortunately, will try to get on you to stop you from sharing the gospel. It'll try to bring uh, a discouragement. You know, it, it, it'll bring it on your group or whatever. So I always say we have to speak to the spirit realm. You know, and I call it an antichrist spirit, you know, because they're against Christ. They're against this. They're against religion. You know, uh, I'm against religion, but I'm not against Christ. But I call it a religious spirit. And so, when you do get away from them, you know, whatever, just tell them, say, Well, I just want you to know God loves you. It was great talking to you. Uh, have a nice day. Now, there have been times that I've had to escort people away because, you know, they wanted to stay and have more confrontation. But because of our people there, I say, Look, man, I said, this, this is just this come with me. I said, This is just me and you. I got them away and I get over and talk to them. I said, That's okay if you don't believe. Man, we're just here to share the love of God with, with people and you. And let you know how much he loves you. But if you don't want to talk about that, then have a wonderful day. You know? And so you are still uh, nice to them. Don't let it bother you. But when they do walk away, I will say it either to myself or I'll, I'll speak it out very lightly. You know, I don't point at them and I don't holler at them. But I'll just say, Lord, I'll just, I'll just thank you, Lord. I'll bind those mind-blinding spirits off of their life that's blinded their minds. And Holy Spirit, I just thank you. I know that you you love them, Lord. And I just speak your life into them. And I just thank you, Father, that their minds will be opened up their, so that their hearts can receive you. And I just thank you, Lord, that your word went forth today. And the next next place they go, that there'll be somebody to water that seed that went in their life today. So that's that's one of the things that we do. And then also, this is very important, that you speak to uh, the, that, that spirit that's come because we, we, we hit on this a little bit. This is very, very important. And, you know, you have to be in an attitude of prayer most of, all the time anyway and be ready to pray. You know, pray it without ceasing. You, you can't do that. You can't pray all the time, you, but you can be ready to. You can be ready to speak. So speak to the spiritual realm. If a spirit man is saved, then speak to the spiritual realm. So what I do, I, I break that spirit off of them because the spirits are subject to you. But if you don't speak to them, then they won't leave. They'll hang out. That's the spiritual thing. Yeah, so you have authority, so you have to use your authority. So people become frustrated because if Jesus is there, then there's peace there. Right? There's righteousness there. It's the, the, the fruit of the Spirit's there. So if, if, if you're not feeling that, that means the enemy is there. And it doesn't mean that you beware. It means that you need to speak to him and tell him to go. Now, this happens every single time. If you don't recognize him, and how do you recognize him? There's not peace there. It's not peace on you because that spirit will try to come on you. So I break it off of them when they walk away, and then I break it off of me and the group there that it can't stay here. It has to go right now. And as soon as I do, that peace comes right back. Now, how do you know? Because we do it. We've done it. We've been frustrated, and then we we found out how, and then we did it, and they left. They have to go. They have to do it. Yes. They have to. to. Because you speak, you have the authority in the spirit realm. People get, their spirit gets saved. Now, how about the soul? We talked about that today. When When a man gets saved, his soul's not saved. That's up to you. You have a new creation on the inside of you that'll help walk out your salvation every day. That's why you walk out your salvation, that you you live the life of Christ, that your soul is saved. And then your body. You know, that's up to us. We take care of our body. I'm learning to take care of my body better. Amen. 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 But our spirit man should be in control of our soul, and our body. Because that's what's saved. We're going to get a new one one day, but we got to take care of the one we got here. God's got many ways to do that for us. And I'm excited about it. So thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Does that answer your question? Yes. Because you, we don't want anybody to be frustrated. We want you to keep going. And I mean, I've been out there, and I've seen the hardcore. I've seen them say everything and everything, and You know, I mean, we've prayed with witches and warlocks and everything, you know, but it didn't stop us. We just kept moving in. But you find the one that gets healed, and it it just takes all that other stuff away. It does. It's like, mm, wow. We just keep pressing in for the one that will, for the one that will. And we pray for the ones that don't. It don't mean they won't. If the love of God and the Word of God goes forth, I believe it may be the last day on the earth. And they cried out, "That's what happened to the man on the cross. He made it. Yeah. Praise the Lord.
0: Praise That's not up to Lord. us. We're the presenter.
1: He's the performer. Yes. Any more questions? Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's good. I mean if you do. I mean, anything you had a question about, anything? <coughs> Thank you. Here. How would you approach speaking to a child? Appro- approach what?
0: Speaking to a child.
1: Speaking to a child? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, how little child? The yes, same, little you know, child. pretty much the same way that I would in anyone else. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I love, I'm like God, I love the little children. <laughs> they come to me as little children. Their hearts are so, so tender and 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 uh, you know so open, and most of the time the first thing I do is I give them one of these and tell them how much God loves them, you know. And most of the time their parents or if they're with them or whatever, you know, it just depends on the age here, you know. But uh, if they're with them, I always check, you know, with a parent to make sure it's okay. You know, you don't want to just barge in. You know, that's that's their child. So you know, most of the time if there's a child there, I'll say, hey, how are you doing? And I say, is it okay? If I give this to your child. You know, and then I'll ask them their name. And i says, do you know how much God loves you? You know, and that that opens up the door right there. And and But, you know, a lot of times, most of them, not all of them, I mean, we've got whole families saved that didn't know the Lord. I mean, we have people that lived up in the mountains that never came out of the mountains that didn't even know the name of Jesus in our country. In our country. Nobody. They never even heard the name of Jesus. But all seven of them got saved before they left because they heard the name of Jesus. But... But we just tell them how much God loves them and, you know, ask them. It's real easy to ask them. Do you know? Do you, do you have Jesus in your heart? You know, things like that. You know, they're tender, so I'm just tender. Well, you're tender with everybody, but, you know, it's just they're so easy. They're really easy to talk to. They're probably some of the easiest to talk to is the little children. Praise the Lord. So they're just full of love. Praise the Lord. Now, there are some. There are some. There was one little kid that, was, uh, that I seen that was demon-possessed. I mean, demon-possessed. And so, you know, uh, uh, every, every time he would come by, you know, I, just, I would try to get a hold of him and stop him, you know, and I just spoke the word. I just spoke the word. But I felt, you know, the de- demonic, demonic spirit on him. And uh, I spoke to it as well. And then uh, it came from his family in that neighborhood, and uh, we finally just cast that whole thing out, and the family left. Mm. You remember that? Any more? Okay. Um, Is this all right? Yeah. Brother Bill, how would you approach speaking to a group? Group? Oh, wow. Man, we've got a guy <laughs> I love I love the way he does it. You know, I mean, he does it... Uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just saying. say, when we start, first started seeing groups, um, uh, well, one thing we asked for, them. we asked for groups, you know, if we asked for groups of people, when you see them, just go over to them, and if, if they're walking or whatever, a lot of times, you know, we'll just, we'll kind of walk over to them, and, you know, if they're walking, they're, you know, if, if they're approachable, in other words, and there's just so many, all the circumstances are so different. But a lot of times we get in front of them and say, hey, how are y'all doing? You know, and just shake each one of them's hand. And, I mean, we've done this with outlaw outlaw groups and uh, all type of groups. You know, but just the Spirit of the Lord, it's it's just the same. You know, you basically, what I would do most of the time, usually a group has a leader. And so I was always, um, by the Holy Spirit, I was always, would go toward the leader. And um, that's that's where you know, that you're going to gain interest from the other people. And I'm going to take this to another place, but I mean, whether they're families or, I mean, this was outlaws, but I didn't even know who they were, but when I went to them, the Holy Spirit led me there. They was always the leaders, the outlaw bikers and stuff. They was the leaders. I'd go straight to them. And everybody said, don't touch them. Don't talk to them. You can't get in here. But God took me straight to them because they were the ones that were giving all the other ones authority to do something. But they, were, they respected me. Because I come to them, it was, it was friendly, it was loving. You know, and just talk to each one. You can have them around there. But I, I will say this, and you don't have to do this, but we, we had a guy uh, named Jeff. If you're watching Jeff, praise the Lord. But we, he, he had the stance, and he was just so excited. But it'd be a group or something, and he'd go out there, and he say, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> and that was just him. That was just him. But it was, so, it was anointing that God put on him. It really was, and it worked. And I'm not telling you to do that. I mean, we had another guy that took all these little crosses. He would come up, and he'd put these crosses, and he'd sit there. And he had had a stroke. And, and, and he, he, said, he said, I don't know. I don't have much time. He, he, he had trouble with his speech. He couldn't get around. He said, I, I don't have much longer. He said, I, I got to give everything I got. He, said, he went and bought him a motorhome, a trailer, a motorcycle. He followed us everywhere we went. He's in heaven now. But he, he would take this. And he would, he would come over there and he would put these, these, these on and, and line them up. And he'd take him a little stool and sit over there t- at the end of the tent. Was, his name was uh, Flashlight. They called him Flashlight. And then he got so bright we called him LED.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. And then he got so bright we called him Laser. And then after that he passed on and went to be with the Lord. But he had an anointing on him. And, and God, you know, he put that anointing. He'd sit there. And these girls... He would come up, and everybody would just come up to him. He wouldn't have to go up to them, and he he he'd just sit there, just so gentle as could be. But they come, and next thing you know, you'd be looking over. They'd be just crying, weeping. You know, it's just amazing. You know, and everybody else started seeing that, and then they started putting crosses on their finger. You know, and, uh, but anyway. So there's different anointings, you know, that God puts on different people for different things. But to answer your question, you approach the group uh, pretty much the way you do one. Just what you do is, I, I always try to go to the leader. If it's if it's a family, you know, I would reach out to the to the dad, the mom first. You know, then the children around, talk to them, share the love of God with them, ask them the question. You know, see if everybody knows Jesus. I'd go around <coughs> to see if they all did, and there'd be some say, uh, yes, yes, and then there'd be one over here that said no. Well, immediately, I mean, I I wouldn't stop these guys. But I kind of direct my attention to the one that that didn't know him. So you would direct yourself to that. We had an incident that happened to a young man. They were outlaw bikers. And uh, we had a, uh, in a parking lot, they were getting on their bike. It was a 23-year-old boy and 22, 23-year-old young man. And he was the one that didn't want to hear it. He didn't want to hear the message. I wasn't the one that did it. But there was one of our chariots that were there. It was a husband and wife team. And, uh... They, you know, he's, no, I don't want anything to do. And, and the lady went over and said, well, you're the one that God sent me here to talk to today. And just how much, it, he received the Lord, received the Lord that day. And two weeks later, he was in an accident in the wrong place and died. He died. Now, how do we know that? You know, we were in Arkansas. How do we know that? We know that because we got a call from them a couple months later and they said, uh that they went out to the, uh, his mother had called that he died and said, uh, we, we, we went out to the site, the crash site and everything had been cleaned up. But we was at the crash site and, and being there, uh, she was standing at the road where he'd wrecked and got killed and said, she seen something sparkle in, in her eye. And, uh, she went over there and everything had been cleaned up and gone. And so there was a, still a little piece of the motorcycle laying there. And they had this cross on it. And he was the same boy that we recognized. And, and that whole group of outlaw bikers, it changed their life because of that. Praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord. Praise so, you know, we, we, we uh, yes. Oh, you just praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise Lord. The Lord. So it's just the same. But, you know, uh, when you're talking to one, I usually go in toward the leader, for, towards uh, of the family or whatever it is. And then you focus on each one. You know, some will pay attention. There'll be some that walk away. Uh, They will. But zero in the ones that stay, you know, and and just just keep ministering. Don't let it stop you, you know. We've had four or five walk away that was in a group, and one stayed and got saved. Praise the Lord. So don't take anything for granted. Any more? Yes, sir? You got that microphone? Bull, I just want to know, how do you deal with a person that's under the influence of drugs or alcohol when they approach you? Yeah, you know, uh, I guess it depends on how far they are. But, uh, you know, we just speak to their, I, the way I look at it, I speak to their spirit. You know, I've seen people sober up. I've seen people pass out. You know, I really have. I've seen both. And the people that pass out, we would take them over to the side and wait for them to wake up. And then we administer the love of God to them. But, we, but I've seen people, the word of God never never fails, you know, so we speak to them the same way. You know, I, I, don't, I don't compromise the Word of God for any way. You know, it's still the Word of God, the love of God that always works. Uh, there's people that, uh, well, there's people that has been passed out and we spoke to the Spirit because the Spirit can hear. So that's why I say when you're praying for people, you know, it, it, it speak into their spirit, you know, speak life in their spirit. That's why I say that people that are unconscious You know, watch what you say around them because a lot of them can hear you. Isn't that right? You know, it's what what uh, their spirit man hears. So I don't think the spirit sleeps. Does Does that help you? Any more? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay. Thank you, Pastor John. Thank you. Hallelujah.
0: Praise the Lord. Well, uh, I'll tell you what this, this does for me, is the, the word says, freely you have received. Freely, you have received. So now it's up to us to freely give. And uh, I, I appreciate so much what uh, Bill and Ginger, brother Bill and Ginger have done by dedicating their lives to going everywhere and preaching and teaching and doing this kind of stuff—it's amazing. It's amazing. And so you know, uh, we have uh, we have the good news inside of us, and that good news is is changing us. And uh, I'm 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 wanting you to get out of here now, so I'm not going to be preaching, but. What's happening with us is that God is, is de-institutionalizing us yeah. because what, we, what we've done is we've said the fortunate blessing of God that's in our lives we take that for granted and so we, we want everything good to happen to us and we will be limited in, what, in the way that we touch others but God's got to break a mindset in us that actually we are, we are the light, we are everything, and we have got to let it freely shine out of us. And you've got to keep giving, keep giving, keep giving, keep giving, keep giving. Yes. Because if, if, you, if you stop giving, then, uh, then the receiving part of what you've got begins to dry up because there's got to be a constant flow, it's what keeps rivers clean, it's what keeps rivers moving, is that there's a source and it keeps flowing. And so if you're lacking in the source component of it, then you find that it's difficult to be in the giving component of it. So praise God, so God has been dealing with the source in our lives, so that we can keep flowing and we can keep giving. And these are really practical things that Bill shown us. And thank God it's not the last time that he's with us. He's going to be with us all day tomorrow and so on. I want to encourage all of the people that are coming, you know, if you, if you have a, again, be sensitive, exercise what you've learned. If you feel like you need some help, ask somebody. Um, but, but be bold. Yes. Like we talked earlier today, go in twos and threes if you, if you need to. Take someone with you who's maybe practiced at it. Just stand at a distance and watch out Bill. What Bill did tonight is what he does all the time. Yeah. It's just the person and the leading of the Holy Spirit that, that allows him yeah. to, to adapt to individual needs and the uniqueness in individual circumstances. And that's the leading of the Holy Spirit. Right. Hallelujah. Yeah, Pastor, Pastor John. Yeah.
1: Can I can I say one yeah, more thing? Cool, cool. Yeah, I it's just it, I think this is a very important because you know it's it's talking and locating people, just talking and showing that interest. But what I found out when and when you take this interest in people, that they, they pretty much will open up. You know, say you know, especially people you know like that even. You know, how are you doing or what's going on? They're gonna. I found out so many people will just open up and tell you everything that's going on. And so that's where it's very important that we listen to what they're saying. And when you listen to what they're saying, then I, I'm sitting here just listening. Okay. And I'm thinking, because the Holy Spirit's listening, and he's thinking. And I'm thinking, Holy Spirit, what is it you're wanting to do here? You know, because if they talk about, and, I, and I'll ask them, say, well, you know, at, at some point, I want to pray. I want to pray. I'm going to pray for you. You know, a lot of times I don't really, don't take this wrong, but if you give them a choice, then they can say no. Yeah. I want to pray for you. Is something going on in your life today? How's your health? How's your family? Anything we can pray it all for you? And, man, we just, people, just start opening up. Just like at uh, Millie's yep. when that guy come up and started talking right, to us. Right. You know, and, you know, if somebody comes up and starts talking to you, that's a sign. <laughs> you know, is this the guy, God? <laughs> you know, he's talking to you. So the whole time we were talking, you know, and then, uh, so I asked him the question. And, and, I mean, he come out with four or five things. And I said, okay. And we prayed for them all. I had to stop and ask them again what some of them were. That's okay. It's not messing up a prayer. Really? I'm, I'm bringing things in my remembrance. But ask the Holy Spirit during these times, you know, just inside of you. Uh, what, do, what do you want to do here? Or if you're not hearing anything, then do what the Word says do there. And this is one I love. I said, if you're not hearing anything, then just do what the Word says do. Yeah. Word says believers Lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Yes. So that's just something you can do naturally. Naturally. And it becomes supernatural. I had that done to me today. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, I'm going I'm to finish off by just sharing this with you that I shared with, the, with uh, interns this morning. When Bill was ministering, he, he, he was addressing the word performance. And I got to meditate about the word performance. And I began to realize, it because of something he said, we're the presenter, God's the performer. And, and it just kind of, the Holy Spirit just said, earmark that, John, for meditation. And so I did. I earmarked that for meditation. And I, and I began to just let the Holy Spirit reveal that to me. And he said, when the devil, who was in the presence of God, he always watched God perform his will through his words. When he was separated from God, he could no longer perform anything. So the only way that he could get any performance was to get mankind to perform to his words through giving up their will. So here's what happens. He can't... He can't get anybody to do anything unless he influences them to perform to his will. Wow. Yeah. So that's why everything in the world is about performance. Yes. Because it's the only way the devil can get anything done is through men performing. Yes. That's right. The minute you are freed from that, you can let God do the performing. We are just the presenters of our gift. I mean, really, those words went off inside of me and I, I, it answered some questions for me because, it, you know, a lot of things have been about the performance. about And actually, when I began to see it, this is all, all of mankind living based on performance is based on the institutionalized life of the enemy that has come into man that he doesn't have to actually even persuade you to do anything. Culture of performance just is alive in you. from when you a little kid you go into your into someone comes into your house or you go into someone's house and you teach them to perform to the standard of making you feel good or making sure that you don't look bad in your parents home and the performance starts there and he's already got you institutionalized to performance So that's why do you think any of these young people if they had not had an encounter with God would not be chasing performance they would be giving their lives for performance what have they might exchange their life for they've exchanged their life to say we will stop performing to the way the world says we must perform and we are going to just present ourselves to God and let him change us so that we can do what God says we should do Everything becomes about his plan, his purpose, and his destiny for their lives, which is why they came. That's why we're prepared. We are prepared to go and share the good news with people because we now, as a ministry, as a people, we are beginning to understand that performance actually is not from heaven. He says, I said my word to do the perform, not you.
1: That's right. Takes all the pressure.
0: I send my word to perform. My word does all the performing. My word does all the performing. I'm just the presenting of the word that does the performing. Come on, I got that because of something he said. That the Holy Spirit's revealed in me. Praise Jesus. So when we go out tomorrow, that that is really, it's, it sparked something inside of me. When I go and minister with somebody tomorrow, you just have to have this understanding. I'm presenting. I'm not performing. I'm presenting the Word of God. I'm presenting the good news. And whatever they've got to say, whatever they do, I'm just presenting it. I don't have to get them saved. That's the job of the Word. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. I'll lead them to salvation, but it's Jesus who does the saving. Did I get that right, Bill? Yes. Amen. Glory. Why don't you all stand with us, please? We'll see you here at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. May your evening be blessed. May you be rested. And uh, may you be refreshed in all of your night's sleep and rest and all of your thinking. And may you come back tomorrow morning ready, on fire, with the glory of God to come and do something for Jesus. Amen.